Earthquakes. Okay, we're on Dafnun Tess, Amad Aleph at the top, 10 lines from the top, right after the two dots. The Allah Zvos, we translate on earthquakes. Amar Abi Katina, Vizvos, what are Zvos? What are they? Amar Abi Katina, he says, go out. That's what we call an earthquake. Rav Katina have a cause of Orcha. Rav Katina was going along the road. Kimata Pitcha de Be Uba Tamia, when he came to the door, Uba Tamia, as a person does ov with bones, he's a, he, he makes witchcraft with the bones of dead people. Gonach Goa, at that point there was an earthquake. Amar, so he said, Mi Yada Ova Tamia, Hai Goa Ma. He says, Do you, this, do you, the guy who does witchcraft with bones, do you know what, the, what, what brings about an earthquake? What makes it happen? Ramalei Kala, so he raised his voice to him and he said, Katina, Katina, he says, Amailo Yadana, why shouldn't I know? Bishasha Kodesh Baruch Hu Zorchas Banav Shashriyim Batsar, when a Kodesh Baruch Hu remembers his children who are in pain, between, among the nations of the world were in exile. Merge stayed the most Liam. Hakadosh Baruch Hu drops he, 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 two tears into the sea. Two tears into the great sea. But and the sound of those things is heard from one end of the earth to the other behind a god. That's what an earthquake is. Rabbi Katina says. Rabbi Katina said to him, and he says, Ubatamya is a liar and his words are lies. It was really true, like you said, that Hashem cried two tears. Go, go, me There should be two earthquakes, not one. Belohi, but it's not really true because what happened was go, go, Avid. Really, there were there really were two earthquakes. Okay, uh, 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 um, and why didn't why didn't Rabbi Katina uh, um, uh, concede to him? So the whole world shouldn't be seduced to go after him and do the wrong things. We have to discuss when you're allowed to do something like this. Katina Diday Omar, Katina himself, as an explanation. Obviously, there's a metaphorical. You have to understand them. Sofei Kapa, Baruch and from pain, claps his hands. Shnemar Vagamani, Aka Kapi Al Papi, Kapi Al Kapi, Vanichosi Chamasi. We see a Pasad, Kodesh Baruch there's such a thing as clapping his hands. I clap one on the other, and I put my anger to rest. Rinasan Omer, Anacha Misanach. Rinasan says it comes from a Kodesh Baruch sighing. Shnemar says, Vanichosi Chamasi, also, I'm going to put my anger to rest. Pardon me, I put my anger on them. And I am, and I am uh, consoled. So you see, this, there's such a thing as a, like a person sighs and feels better. A kosher baruch sighs and feels better. That's where the earthquake comes from. Rabbanon Ami, the rabbis say, Borbikia comes from kosher baruch kicking the heavens. Remember, as we see, what is like that? Hey, Dad, Kedorchem Yana, it will shout out like those ones who 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 trample the grapes. I'll call Yeshua Arts to all those people who dwell on the earth. We see it's such that because of kosher baruch by kosher baruch trampling and kicking the heaven. Uh, like, like the people who trample the grapes, so that sound comes out on the earth. He says, squeezing his feet or pressing his legs under the throne of glory. Because the, the heavens are his throne and the earth is his footstool. So where Kodesh Baruch presses his feet under the heavenly throne, we feel the effects on the footstool on the earth. We said, what, what, what are Ramim? Now, the problem is it's in plural. What do you mean, lightnings? So, my Ramim. So, pardon me, I'm sorry, I said wrong. Thunder. Oh, yeah, thund- I mean, said thunder. thunder. My Ramim, what is thunder? Those are, those are clouds banging into each other. As its Pasik says, uh, you have this sound. 
of your thunder in the Galgal, in our lower heaven, and the, and the lightning uh, lights up the earth. And when that happens, when that happens, the earth trembles and makes a noise. The rabbis say it's a different thing. It's clouds pouring the water from one into the other. It says, This sound comes out from this great amount of water in the heaven. Barka Takifa, he says it's a strong what happens is banana. It's when the when the lightning strikes a cloud, and that lightning itself, like it's like a fiery uh, a fiery arrow, and it breaks off pieces of hail. And that, that's what makes that sound. What happens is you have very you have hollow clouds. And the wind comes and blows over the mouth of the hollow clouds. It's the same thing as like when a wind blows over the top of over the top of a uh, of a barrel. So it makes a sound like you blow on a bottle. The same thing. And the Gemara says it makes most sense, like the opinion of Rachav Yaakov, that it's when the lightning goes into the cloud and breaks off the breaks off the hail. The bark barka, because what we see, that's actually what we, what we see in, in, in our senses, that the lightning, uh, um, the, the lightning, first is lightnings, and then the, and then the clouds groan, and then the rain comes. We said about the winds. So what are the winds? It's not a psalm, it just doesn't mean anytime the wind blows. My ruchos, what does the wind mean? It's talking about a really, really strong wind, a big, a very heavy storm. Gemirei says we have a, we have a tradition. The zafa These very heavy storms don't come at night. Gemara says, what are you talking about? We see that they do happen at night. The answer is that's chula biyamama. Yeah, they happen at night when they started in the day, but they don't start at night. I the zafa tarti shay. Rabbi said also. He says, Gemir, we also have a tradition. The zafa tarti shay lokai. We also have that. We have a tradition that these strong storms don't go for two hours at a time. to fulfill what the pasuk says. That trouble won't come twice. And the says, "Come on, we see that they go for more than two hours." The answer is, "Masik beni beni." You'll see that there's a break in the middle, even a little bit, but there's a break between. We said that on we said that on lightning you make the bracha kocha grosa maleolam. My brachim, what is that? And that's the plural. That's what I, I preempted before. Amarava birka. It says means in a barka means even one. On one lightning you make a bracha also. Amar Rabbi says barka chidai. Says there are these a number of things which are not good for us. He says a single lightning. Ubarka chivra, white lightning. Ubarka yurukta, and barka which they call it's green, but greenish is like a yellowish green. The anana desokam bakeren. And also what? And also uh, clouds that go up Marobis, that go up on the western side, the Atumikandromas, and they and they come back up again, and then they come back again from the uh, from the uh, southern side. Uh, and two clouds that that, that go that, that that go into each other. Kulin kashan. All these things are not are not clouds of blessing. says, "No, what's the what practical thing you tell me? What am I supposed to do about it?" Why do you have to tell me? The answer is the Mibari Rachme, so that I can daven, uh, I can daven about these things. But all these things that uh, that when is it that when these clouds these happen these when are they not a blessing? I'm not a, a good sign when they happen at night. I'm when they happen in the daytime. That's the Mushasha. In the morning, in the morning, pardon me, they're not a problem. We're going to see that principle. 
When you see clouds in the morning, don't rely on them. They're not going to make much. They're not going to make rain. The receive, as it said, because they're compared to the We see that when Hashem is saying that your that your kindness is sporadic, we say that your kindness is like is like the morning cloud. Okay, it's nothing because they they come and they go. They're like the morning clouds don't bring any rain. one second, but there's a common saying that contradicts this, because people say, when the gates of rain are open in the morning, if you're a, if you're a donkey driver, roll up your sack and go to sleep. It's not going to pay to work. The, the prices are going to the price go so low. There's going to be such abundance from the morning rain. Your prices are going to low. It's not going to be worth carrying anything. Lokashi says, don't worry, we can solve that contradiction. One is talking about what? When, it's, when, the, when there's thick clouds in the morning, then you know those are good clouds and they're going to make rain. When there's, when there's, like, uh, when there's uh, just very light clouds in the morning, those are the ones that are weak and they're not really going to produce anything. The only reason... That we have, uh, that we have thunder is to take the crookedness, the unstraightness out of the heart of a human being. Shnemers it says, "Well, looking also shirim lefana." But Kodesh Baruch Hu does these things so people should fear him. If a person sees the rainbow in a cloud, he should fall on his face. Why? Because it's the sign of the splendor of God. Shinemar, as it says, the Gnabi tells us that the, that the vision of God, the glory of God, was like, the, was like the vision of the rainbow that was in the cloud. And I saw it, that fell upon it, and I fell on my face. But the truth is that in Eretz Yisrael, they would, they would condemn this with a curse, falling on your face when you see a rainbow. Why? Not because, it, in essence, it's wrong, but because it looks wrong. It looks like the person's bowing down to the, to the rainbow. Really, it's a, it's a sign of the glory of God. It would be correct, but it looks like the person is bowing down to the rainbow. He shouldn't do it. But the only thing, but for sure, we make a blessing on a rainbow. What blessing do we make on a rainbow? Blessed is one who remembers his kind. The Masnisa Tana we learned and we learned in Abraisa, Abishmol Banosha, Yochan Manbroka Omer, Neman Bibrisa Bakaim Bamamaro. He says a little differently. We, there we learned that what that Hakosh Baruch is faithful to his covenant and he fulfills his word. Amar Papa Hilkach, therefore, and he seems to do this pretty consistently, Nimreu Letarvayu, so therefore we should say both of them. Since there's an argument, we should say both. Baruch Zohar Bris, we say, blessed is the one who remembers the covenant, Venema Bibriso, and he's faithful in his covenant, Vekayim Mamamaro, and he keeps his word. Alaharim Valagvos, we said, now we said, when we came to, after the first section, uh, we said on these hiring of us, we make a bracha of on, on hills, mountains, and hills. Make the bracha about doing the being the, the act of gracious, the act of creation. So Mar says, one second. What about all the things before the wind, the rain? What was what was those things? All the things we mentioned in the mission up here, they're not acts of creation. It's not true. We see Hashem made those things of creation. Balksev isn't it written? Broken the motto also when we're speaking about Hakadosh Baruch in the in the beginning of creation, the six days of creation, Hakadosh Baruch made. The lightning for rain, etc. So Bai says, yeah, you're right. You have to put the whole mission to one thing, and all these things really get 
two blessings. You make that that his his power and his strength fill up the whole world. He makes the act of gracious of creation. Rav Amar says no. Not, you don't have to make. Not, you don't say two brachas on everything. Hasim of The first group you make two. Enechanami. The first group you make that his, his power fills up the whole world, and you make my sabrachas. But in other words, in other words, baruch shekocho mali olam v'osem my sabrachas. Hacha. But on this second group, starting with the mountains and the hills, hacha osem my sabrachas. Here we make the blessing that he makes the creation. Shekocho mali olam leka. But we don't. Make, we don't make the bracha that uh, um, that uh, that he that he that that he his strength fills up the whole world. Why is that? Because these things which you don't you don't see from a mountain, you don't see strength filling up from the whole world, from the from the from the uh, precipitation, all those other things we do, but these things we don't. Each one, like Rashi says, each one's in its own place. If a person sees the heaven in its purity, the sky in its purity, he makes the bracha, because that's how it was when God created it. When is that? When it's raining all night long, and then in the morning, the north wind comes, and it, and it, and it, and it reveals the heavens. But he's an argument. With, he's an argument with Rafa Bar Papa, the neighbor of Chista, who said that this never happens. Why? From the day the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, so the heavens were never seen, the sky were never seen in their purity. There always, there's always clouds. Shemer says, "I'll be Shemayim Kadrus. I'm, I'm going to clothe the heavens in darkness, the Sak Asim Ksusam, and I'm going to make their clothing." Uh, sackcloth. So it really, it, it never is there since the basic English was destroyed. Tanar we learned. Now, I, I, this is far beyond my my knowledge, but there are there are certain events that take place in the, that take place um, uh, um, astronomically, and those things uh, uh, bring about special blessings. Only one of them, in actual fact, do we say these days. But they had blessings for all of these events. So we see the, the sun go back to the beginning of its cycle. Levana begurasa, the moon in its strength. Each of these are a certain event. and the stars in their pathways. and the constellations in their proper in their order. In all those cases that you make the blessing, he made creation. At least when is the one when the sun goes back to its beginning? It's, it's once in every 28 years. It goes back to the, it goes back to the beginning of its cycle, where it was as when it was created, and it's really it's 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 coming out. It comes out exactly between Tuesday and Wednesday. Although we wait, we make the bracha a little later, but it's actually what we would call 6 p.m. of, of halachic hours. Um, on Tuesday, as Wednesday comes in, and in addition to that, the nafla tkufas nisam b'shabtai. It's also it's also when the sun is back in its place, and you'll see that that uh, that the that the uh, equinox that happens in Nisa in the, in the time period of Nisan, it comes out when the planet Shabtai is uh, ascendant. Okay, Bu'urta Dlas Nagi Arba. And when is that? That's in the evening of the third day of Tuesday, Nagi Arba, uh, you know, the, the night of Tuesday in the eve of Wednesday, between Tuesday and Wednesday. The Maisa, we wait till the morning to make the bracha. Rabbi Huda says if a person sees the great sea, the prakim, and periodically, then you make the bracha on the great sea. Ad Kama, what's called periodically? 
30 days. If you have a 30-day gap, then you make the bracha again. If a person sees the Euphrates from the from what, what they where they knew a bridge, the bridge of Bavel, you can make the bracha of because from there you can be sure that that's the river that was made at the creation of the world and it wasn't changed. Okay? It wasn't changed. But before that, but lower than that, down, more downstream, it's quite it, it, the people had already changed it. In these days, we, we say when, when, the, when the Persians have already also made changes in the river, it has to be from Beishavar and upstream that you can make the bracha. Only from there can you be sure that it wasn't changed. From that place and upwards, can you, only there can you be sure that people didn't change it. If you see Diglas, they call Tigris, which we call Chideko from the, from the Torah, okay, Agishra the Shabistana from that bridge. If also, you can be sure that it wasn't changed. Amr Barachas You can say that he made bracious. Then we mentioned that the Diglas, the Tigris, is the Chideko. My Chideko. What did the Torah mean with the word Chideko? It's an interesting word. Amr Abashi Shemeim of Chadim. It makes a pun. Chad Kal. I said. I said. What Shemeim of Chadim? Its waters are sharp, but Kalin and they're light. Uh, and and they're light. My pros, what about pros? The, the, that was the river, also one of the rivers in Bracious, the Euphrates. Shemeim of Parivarov. And pros means what? That its, that it's, it's waters uh, are constantly increasing. Somehow, even without rain, the waters get bigger. The reason why people of, of, of Mechuzah are so sharp, they, they drink the water of the Tigris, which is the Chidekel, okay, which we okay, with Chidekel. Uh, it's, uh, I guess it's sharp waters. Why are they red? Because they have intimate relations in the daytime, and they're red like the day. Why are their eyes darting all over the place? Because they live in dark houses. We said on the rains, on the rain, we can make the bracha, and Hashem is good, and He does good. Really? Make that bracha on rain? Didn't we learn? We learned another place that we make an entirely different bracha on rain. We said, we're in a brisa. From when, first of all, from when? How much rain? From when do we make a bracha of rain? When the groom goes to meet the bride, when it's enough rain that, the, that as the drops hit the ground, they cause the water that's already on the ground to jump upwards. That's, that's called rain. I, my mevarachim, what's the bracha? I'm Rabbi Huda. Here's the bracha. It's a different bracha than we learned in the Mishnah. We thank you all. We thank you for every drop, every drop and every drop that you brought down for us. Rabbi Yochan would, 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 would add, would end with parts from the prayer that we call Nishmas Kochai, that we say on Shabbos. Okay, if we would start with these words, if we were full of water, like the, full of of <laughs> a song like the sea. Uh, from there, all those words, until the words, it says that every upright one will, will bow down to you. Blessed Hashem, most of the, most of the thanks Rovado says, so what are you talking about? So the, the, the kasha, the difficulty is what we said. That's a different bracha than what we said in the Mishnah. But meantime, we just want to examine this. Rovado, so what do you mean most thanks? Not all the things? You have to say the God of thanks. Amra uh, Papa Hilkach. Therefore, again, he says, since you have an argument, which one to say? We should say both both of them. Rovodos, most of the thanks. Oyelodos, and the God of thanks. Okay. 
I we knew Vela Kasha, but in any case, we have a difficulty. Our Mishnah says the Brachon Rain is Toba Meti, and we saw over there, so we thank you for every drop, etc. Which one is it? Gemara says, Lokasha, it's not difficult, we can resolve it. When did we say that we say the Brachon Toba Meti? That's when you heard about the rain, but you didn't see it. And when we said that you make the Brachon on every single drop, that's when you yourself saw the rain, you didn't hear about it. Okay? Gemara says, One second, what are you talking about? The Shalom Mashma had a Besaurus Tobas. How can you tell me that the Mishnah would say, to make bracha tov it's when he heard that there was rain, we, that, then that's going to be the same thing as good news. Okay? With Tanan, we already learned. Albasaurus tov us, bracha tov we already learned. On good news, you make a tov So the mission is just going to be repeating itself. When you get good news of rain, make tov When you get good news, make tov So it must be that the rain is something else than hearing that it rained. It can't be the good news of the rain. No. Both cases, both of, both of, both when we learned every drop and when we learned when we learned tov both of them where you yourself saw the rain. It's still not difficult. We can resolve it. The one is talking about when a little bit came. That's what we say on every single drop. When a lot of it comes, that's when we make the bracha of a tov in our Mishnah. Alternatively, I can solve the problem this way. I can say both cases, when you say a tov and you say on every drop, it's both of them when there's a lot of rain. It's still not a difficulty. It depends whether he personally owns land, in which case he's going to make the bracha of a tov That Hashem did particularly good to him. Okay? And this is where he doesn't have land. He makes the general bracha for everybody that we thank you for the drops that came. Out of here. You want to tell me that when he personally owns land, he makes the bracha tova metiv? Huh, what are you talking about? Tanya, didn't we learn? If a person built a new house for himself, or he, or he bought, bought new utensils for himself, and when it's his and others, okay, when he bought for himself and for others, but when a guy personally has land, so he's like, why is he going to make a tova metiv? He's going to make a shechianu. Why are you telling me when there's rain comes and he has land? And he makes a tova metiv. He should make a shechianim. Lo kasha, it's not difficult. This they should shutafus. Okay, all less shutafus. Said no. There's the two different rules. When is it that when is it that a person makes shechianu when he has no when he has nobody with him, no partner with him? When is it that he makes a tova metiv when he has a partner? Well, Tanya, like we learned, kitzur shadaver. What's the what's the bottom line? Okay, al shalom when it's his specifically when he only gets the pleasure of himself. He makes a shechianu al shalom with shachaber when it's his and his friends. They share the pleasure together. So no problem. So therefore, we, we you have to say that in our mission, it's talking about where he has the quintillion. So he has land. He has land, and he has partners. I have a colleague less than Achrida Badi Lamvarach Hatov Meitiv. One second, now we're going to challenge the principle. You know, tell me every time you buy yourself, you never make the Tova Meitiv. It's not true. Well, Tanya didn't we learn? Amrulei Yolde Ishto Zochar. They tell him his wife had a boy. Amrulei Hatov Meitiv makes a Tova Meitiv. He sees on his own and makes a Tova Meitiv. One says, Nah, Hasam Nami also with there. Dikish about there. His wife's with him. The Nichalab Bezochar. She's also happy. She's happy to have a boy. Toshma Ma Aviv Vuhu Yarsho. Makes Aviv Vuhu Yarsho. I'll ask you again. I'll show you when a guy's alone, he makes a Tova Meitiv. If a guy's father died and he inherits him. So then he really has two blessings that are, that are that he has two things happening at once. The first time we brought that in him was first he said he blesses Hashem the true judge that, 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 on the occasion of his father's death. But then he makes the bracha in the end he makes the bracha uh, he, he's happy that he got an inheritance. So how do he make it? He's by himself. And he says, no. Also over there it's where he has brothers who are inheriting with him. He's not getting the pleasure by himself. It's him 
and his brothers. Tashma, again, I'll bring you a proof that a person says that Tavmeti even when he's by himself. We learn Shino Yain, if you had one wine at the meal and you get a better wine, and it's Urchel Baruch, you don't have to make a new Bracha of Agafen. Shino Mokum, but if you change your place, okay, and you go to another place uh, to drink wine, it's Urchel Baruch, then you have to make a new Bracha. From Rav Yosef, Ba'ab, Rav Yochanan, Avapisha Amru, Shino Yain, and it's Urchel Baruch, even though we said that when you bring you a better wine at the table, you don't have to make a new Bracha of Agafen. Avomer, Bracha Tavmeti, if you do have to make a special Bracha of Tavmeti, I just by himself. They're also over there. It's talking about where he has he has other members of his group who are drinking together. Tova Metiv always has somebody else with him. Now we, I want to explain this part simply, and then it should it should go nice. I hope we have Shechiano. Shechiano is a person is happy. Something something new and wonderful happened to him. The person makes a Shechiano. We're going to have a debate about if a person bought something when they already owned it, whether it, whether it makes a Shechiano. On one hand, you can say, well, if you already owned, well, let's say you got something for inheritance, and then you bought one. Well, is it a new occasion? Or look, you already had that object, it's nothing new. That's, that's one way to look at the argument. Another way to say no. Obviously, if you owned one, but you hadn't bought one, and you bought one, bought, buying is a, new, is a new joy, that's different. Or you could say no. Even by, but, but, but if I bought one and bought one again, then I can debate whether that's something new. Well, I can first of all say whether buying after owning is something new or not. Or I could, or I could even say no, that's clear, that's, that's something new. But buying after buying, we could argue maybe is that new or it's not new every time I buy something. So that's what we're going to see in front of us now. If a guy built a new house or bought new utensils, Ravuna says that you make a bracha of shechiyani only when you don't already own something like the thing that you bought. If you already own something, for example, you got it as inheritance, if you already own things like that, you don't have to make a new bracha when you buy the same thing that you already owned. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, if you already had something like that, you owned it, you got his inheritance, when you buy it, it's new enough that what? That you have to make the bracha. Now, from there, says the Gemara Mechlal, that implies the Chikana B'chaz B'chana, but if he already bought one and went back and bought another one, then for sure everybody agrees that what? You have to make a bracha, that's nothing new. When do we debate if it's new? If you buy after owning. One says yes, one says no. But if you buy after buying, everyone's going to agree that it's nothing new. But he could tell me, somebody say no. There's another version of the argument. Ravuna says, Ravuna says, when do you make a shekha, you know, when you didn't buy and buy again? Okay? But if you buy and buy again, that's not new and you don't make a new bracha. Rabbi Yochanan says, no. Even if you bought and bought again, you have to make a bracha. That's still new. Which implies the other way. According to that version, everyone agrees that if you owned one you bought, buying, it, buying after owning is definitely new enough. Now, the Gemara says, may see, I have a difficulty. We learned the following verse. We got a problem. It looks like, it looks like, it looks like we already learned a previous argument of Tanaim like this. That what? That kind of, we're going to see. If a person built a new house and he doesn't own one, and if he buys new utensils and he didn't already have them, things like that, then he makes a shekhiyonu. But if he already owned something like that, even though he bought now, he doesn't make a bracha. That's the opinion of Mayor. Either way, whether you whether you owned them before, you didn't own them before, as long as you bought new ones, you make a bracha. Now I got a big problem. That all makes sense according to the first version. The first version we learned that what? That everyone agrees that buying and going back and buying, you don't make a bracha. The only argument is when you owned and then you bought, 
And Rav Huna said you make the bracha. And Rav, Yochanan, Rav Huna said you don't make the bracha. And Rav Yochanan said that you do. But everyone agrees you're buying, and buying after buying, you don't. Bishlam Elishna come according to the first language, Rav Huna Karbi Meir. Now it fits. Rav Huna is exactly like Rav Meir that we just learned, okay, who said that you don't make a bracha for buying after owning. Rav Yochanan Karbi Yudah. Rav Yochanan matches Rav Yudah exactly. At least he, he fits. At least they fit. I mean, that what? That, that, that if you buy after owning, it's good. Elishna Baso. But according to the second language, According to the second language, where everyone, where the argument is what? Whether buying after buying is good, but everyone agrees that buying after, where buying after owning, you make a bracha. The only argument is whether buying after buying, you make a bracha. Bishnah Rav Huna, now according to the second language, I don't understand. For Rav Huna, who said, for Rav Huna who said that buying after buying, you don't make a bracha. But of course he agrees that what? Buying after owning, you do make the bracha. So that's, that's Rabbi Huda. He fits Rabbi Huda in, in, in our b'risa, who said that if you buy after owning, it's good. El Rabbi Yochanan, the Amr, the Amr Kaman, Rabbi Yochanan, who according to the second language holds that even buying after buying is good, okay? And the best opinion we had in the b'risa was what? The best of being having the rice was, was, was Rabbi Hudu, who says that buying after owning, but nobody says buying after buying is good. Come on, who is he? Look, Rabbi Meir, look, Rabbi Yehuda. He doesn't fit anybody's opinion. He doesn't fit Rabbi Meir, who says that even buying after owning is no good. And even Rabbi Yehuda, who said buying after owning is good, only said buying after owning, not buying after buying. He doesn't fit with anybody. says to you, no. You're making a mistake. Rabbi Yehuda and the Brisa, who says that if you buy after owning, you make the bracha, it's not that and only that. He holds that what buying after owning and even buying after buying is good. So then why did, why did they present the argument only in a case of buying after owning, a, a buy, which implies that buying after buying, everyone agrees is no good? It's just to tell you how strongly Rabbi Meir holds, how lenient he is that you don't make a bracha. That even if he bought after owning, you don't. But, and certainly that if you buy after buying. But, but the truth is, Rabbi Huda holds that, the, not only does Rabbi Huda hold that buying after, after owning, you make a bracha, even buying after buying. But they wanted to show me the strength of the leniency of Rabbi, of Rabbi Yehuda. Of, of Rabbi, of Rabbi, of, pardon me, of Rabbi Meir. I have lichem kind of a chazav kind of ain't talk lebarach ladiach hakoch the reyuda. Why does one second says the Gemara? Why don't you teach the other way? Why don't you teach the original argument in the Brisa in a case of buying after buying, and you'll show the strength of how of how stringent how stringent Rabbi Huda is that even not only in buying after owning, but even buying after buying you have to make the bracha. The answer is koch that ter because in general it's a rule that the strength of of leniency is always preferable. When we're going to show a strength, we always show the strength of being lenient. So Rabbi Meir is so lenient that even buying after owning, that's the case where we put the argument. But now, we didn't say that the b'risa, even according to the second language, is in contradiction to Rabbi Yochanan. Thank you.